Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. The Federal Reserve has been in the middle of economic news recently due to its efforts to control inflation. The Fed has been raising interest rates, and in recent months, it raised them by three-quarters of a point three times. Economists feel they are not finished. In a recent Reuters poll taken just after the Fed raised rates again, 59 out of 83 economists, 70% of them, predicted the Fed will again raise rates by another three-quarters of a point at its next meeting in November. They went on to predict that another increase of at least half a point will occur in December. If they are right, interest rates will be at their highest point since just before the 2008 financial crisis. The stock market has reacted in a big way to the Fed's moves and expected moves. With its recent declines, it fell into what is commonly called bear market territory. A bear market is defined as a prolonged period of price declines during which stock prices fall by 20% or more from its recent highs. At the same time, investment uh, sentiment is negative and there is widespread pessimism. The bear market has not caused Fed Chair Jerome Powell to change his actions to lower inflation. He has clearly indicated there is, in his words, pain to come. We can expect rates to increase, and this will impact savers and investors alike. But before considering saving and investing, anyone who has debt, especially credit card debt, should consider paying it off. Credit card debt can be very expensive. Anyone paying interest of 20% or more would be wise to pay it off. Actually, you should have paid it off before now. For those with variable rate debt, it will be more expensive. If you have funds available other than emergency funds, consider paying off your debt. Remember, paying off debt provides a guaranteed return. By the way, a reminder, as we always do, we encourage you to maintain an emergency fund. Now, the savers, those who deposit money in bank accounts, certificates of deposit, and buy government securities. They are all considered to be safe havens since they will not generally cause a loss of principal if they are held to maturity. For years, savers have not lost principal, but they have had a substantial loss of purchasing power. Their real rate of return, defined as the interest rate minus the inflation rate, has been negative, while savings accounts, including CDs, paid less than 1%, and many paid nearly zero inflation, even when it was at 2%, caused savers to lose nearly 2% of purchasing power. The recent soaring inflation rate 
cause substantially higher purchasing power loss. That is changing since some banks are paying 3.5% on 15-month CDs. While these do not reflect the current inflation rate, they do reduce inflation's negative impact substantially. This is attractive to the cautious person. Another positive point is that bank CDs are guaranteed by the FDIC. For some time, we have discussed I-bonds, inflation bonds issued by the federal government. While, have, while we have repeatedly spoken about these, they were not well publicized by others. This is due to the fact that they cannot be sold by brokers. They are only issued by the Treasury Department at treasurydirect.gov. They offer an outstanding interest rate and are backed by the U.S. government. Despite the government's massive debt, it has never defaulted on paying principal or interest. The interest rate on I-bonds is reset twice per year, and it reflects the current inflation rate. I-bonds currently pay 9.62% interest. Savers who buy them in October will lock in that rate for six months. After six months, the rate will be adjusted based on the inflation rate at that time. You can withdraw your money, but if you do so before owning the bonds for five years, you will forfeit the last three months of interest. Now, stock investing. Should you invest now? The answer depends on who you ask. The world's largest investment manager, BlackRock, says it is avoiding the stock market, and it warned investors to do so also. Specifically, it said it was shunning most stocks. It feels that monetary policymakers throughout the world the central banks are underestimating the potential negative impact of the severity of a recession that could be caused by aggressive interest rate increases. Let's emphasize that BlackRock has not liquidated the trillions of dollars of stock it manages. It is shunning new investments. Shunning does, the, does not mean avoiding BlackRock does recommend some stock investments in selected industries. BlackRock's head of thematics, Jay Jacobs, says the stock market driver has shifted from the technology sector to policy decisions. He cites changes in governmental priorities, inflation, and a possible recession as the guides for making investment decisions. He sees agricultural technology, clean energy, and infrastructure as relevant to investment decision-making. While Jacobs did not name names, Yahoo Finance analysts identified three companies they think meet the Jacobs criteria. First is local bounty. That is local, and bounty is spelled B-O-U-N-T-I. Jacobs feels that technology is a potential solution to the rising cost of food that was made worse by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Local Bounty, as Yahoo Finance points out, specializes in year-round indoor farming for the production of leafy green food. Local Bounty is developing methods to grow food in controlled environments and using vertical farming to produce more food indoors. Local had revenue of $6.3 million in its second quarter, which is a huge jump from what it had a year ago. Local is expanding as it brought a facility in Georgia online in July, and it is growing through an acquisition. It has an agreement to acquire Hollandria Produce. 
a California-based indoor farming company. This will catapult local into an industry leader as Hollandria has a network of 10,000 retail locations. As for metrics, local does not have a beta. It does not have a sufficient history to calculate one. It does not have earnings, and it doesn't project earnings for the next 12 months. New investors in this company will invest less than $3 per share at current prices. That in itself is a sign of risk. Stock priced that low has higher risk. This is a new company in a new but promising industry. These are difficult times to invest. As BlackRock noted, I see this company as one to watch and see how it grows, no pun intended. It is not, in my view, a good one at this time for investing by a cautious person. Another company suggested by Yahoo Finance is Clean Energy Fuels. This too seems to meet the criteria established by BlackRock for investable industries. Clean energy produces biofuels, particularly renewable natural gas that is derived from organic waste. There is no shortage of that raw material. This company is working to develop a solution to several problems, the use of organic waste and renewable energy. It is trying to replace diesel fuel with a low cost fuel that reduces carbon emissions. This would be quite an achievement if it's successful. Currently, it is the largest provider of renewable natural gas to the U.S. automotive industry, and its customers include UPS and the New York City Metro Transit System. This company sells for less than $14 a share. It has a beta, because it has a history, of 2.09. So its stock price, or its stock price risk, is more than double the risk of the market as a whole. Once again, this is a company that seems to have a bright future. It is in the right industry at the right time. The question is, is this the right time to buy this stock? Twice the risk of an increasingly risky market is not, in my opinion, the right time for the cautious investor to buy. The companies we have discussed today clearly have potential and we will follow them along with infrastructure companies and the risky market and we will look for a better time to invest. We will discuss these companies in the future. Until then, stay calm, thoughtful and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.